Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Thursday. Packers are done with practice. Uh, the injury report is out. And I got to tell you, I'm not feeling great about the prospects of Aaron Jones playing in this game in Atlanta on Sunday. A non-participant listed as a non-participant yet again. Though he did have his helmet on and was doing some stuff early when the media was in attendance, uh, was not listed as a participant for the second day in a row dealing with that hamstring injury. Typically, that doesn't bode well. And I know Matt is going to say they're going to give him all week. They're going to give him up to game time. I'll be surprised if he isn't declared out tomorrow if he doesn't practice again. But crossing fingers, toes, what have you, that Aaron Jones is available. Let me just say this, too. If Christian Watson is unable to go, and he was a non-participant again today, when you don't have both Watson and Jones, you're really starting to push it as far as room for margin for error. You know, these are blue chip players that you're going to be have most likely on the sideline uh, for a game where you need every ounce of talent on your squad to be available to win in the National Football League. And Atlanta, that's a serious defense with a, that presents a lot of problems. And I think the Packers can go down there and get a victory. Absolutely. But again, you start shelving these top flight athletes, top flight players, becomes a lot more difficult. Um, the good news on the injury front is Quay Walker uh, seems to be progressing. He still is in the concussion protocol as of Thursday, but he was a participant in practice, although limited. That certainly bodes well that he is headed in the right direction and seems to be trending towards being able to play on Sunday. But that is still not um, official or decided yet, but he is trending the right way. And then, of course, the big news on the injury report is Danny uh, Whelan. Uh, added to the injury report, full participant with a finger injury. I just hope he can pull through and continue to punt the ball. We shall see. Um, but, of course, you know, I say all this, and Matt LaFleur will have a plan. Matt LaFleur certainly had a plan heading into Chicago, and, oh, baby, did they execute. Going 1-0 every week. That is Matt's mindset. and undoubtedly be the mindset heading down to Atlanta. And I got to say, that was one of the kind of more fun games to go back and pick through what they're trying to do against certain looks on offense and kind of what their designs were on defense. It's so refreshing to not have to, well, kind of guess at, well, how much of this is Matt? How much of this is the quarterback, etc. It's very clear this is Matt's team and this is Matt's imprint on the team. And it kind of reiterates the, re- the freshness rejuvenation around the squad, all the youth, all pulling in the right, same direction. Just love the feeling around this team. Even with eh, the injury concerns, it's the NFL. Everybody's got ding, you know, everybody's dinged up. So uh, shout out to Matt LaFleur. Absolutely showing up in week one after the last two years of not exactly having his team get off the bus. They certainly arrived and announced their presence with authority down in Chicago. Uh, here's to having it continue down in Atlanta on Sunday. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. Got a bunch of super chats right out of the gate. Ryan, how you doing, man? Hey, Nagler, do you think the NFLPA will strike over the turf issue? In my opinion, there's a old, not as mobile QB trying to hang on too long. They don't need another Thiesman injury by a QB hanging on. Well, I think you're conflating two things there, Ryan. I mean, I understand this is a conversation coming off the Aaron Rodgers injury, but this has been a concern for many vocal members of the NFLPA, including probably spearheaded by David Bakhtiari. Um, 
you know, that have been voicing these concerns long before Aaron got hurt. Uh, that said, will they strike over it? No. I don't think they'd ever get a consensus uh, throughout membership of the union to rise to the level of a strike over this one particular issue. Now, I do suspect that this will become a bone of contention and or bargaining point the next time the two sides are at the table, but they're not going to be at the negotiating table for another six, seven years, probably six years, because they'll probably want to get ahead of it when the CBA is you know, coming to an end. But uh, I don't see any way, shape, or form that this you know, prods the NFL into action in any way. Um, yeah, it sucks to watch Aaron Rodgers go down, and it sucks to have to go through the season without him. Uh, but the NFL is still going to be the number one television show more weeks out of not than not, you know, they're still going to be the number one form of entertainment, live entertainment in the United States throughout this season. Now, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going down, ain't going to change that. And that's the thing that the NFL owners are most, you know, I'm not even going to say concerned with, but that is their, you know, the principal interest. So, yeah, it, will there be continued conversation around it? Yeah, undoubtedly. I do not doubt that. Dave and company will continue to make a stink, especially when Roger Goodell goes out there and very, very kind of, you know, disingenuously talking about, well, you know, yes, there are players who don't like the turf and uh, blah, blah, blah. But we also hear from players that like the turf. Give me a break. First of all, when was the last time Roger Goodell had a real sit down with any consistency with the players that are out there giving their all week in and week out rather than uh, other than some photo op you know and you know I'm sure yeah he could probably pull a quote from like 1993 when some player said oh I love playing on turf because it's so fast long before there was all this concern about head injuries and head trauma and blah 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 and things really changed in the NFL in that regard like yeah I can find those quotes too Roger can you find me one from a dude saying that today? Doubtful. So I understand Dave being like nonplussed and energized by those comments and trying to continue to make it a conversation. I'm with him. I'm totally with him. The problem is there's just no inflection point other than the CBA coming up for renewal, which doesn't happen for many, many years yet. So until then, I suspect, yeah, it'll be business as usual on both sides. Cody, thanks for the super chat, man. Hey, Nags, not trying to put the cart before the horse, so to speak, but if the Packers really invest in love, how long until the they bring the Lombardi back? Oh, Cody, it's on next year, baby. Come on now. This, uh, how many billions of times do I have to say? This is the foundational year. This is the year where they're seeing who does what, who fits where, who's progressing, Who's not? Who's where are the holes? Who where do they have to kind of massage things? And then next year, yeah, it's on. Come on now. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl next year, but next year they should be ready to contend. Like there's the NFL, not for long. Blah blah blah. Like I suspect if Jordan Love continues to play, much like we saw on Sunday, five, six, seven games into this season, they will probably approach him about an extension. Now, we got a long way to go, baby. Let's go beat Atlanta first. But that would be my guess. And then, yes, the window is open, and it is on. Amar, what's up, man? Good to see you live. How you doing? Let's go. Got me hype, Nags. Just love the energy of this team. Tell Corey I'm ready to eat all the crow if Barry keeps this up. 
It's one game, man, against a very terrible Bears team and Bears offense. But, yes, I'm with you, dude. Hey, I what did I say? All summer, and I know you know. Got to see it in a game that matters. Well, that Bears game mattered. Now let's keep it up. Consistency is the name of the game. Let's keep it up. No doubt about it. See biscuits and gravy. What a handle. Thanks for the super chat, man. Is it wrong that I want, nay, need an interview with Bakhtiari and him tasting carry the G because he absolutely carries the G. Go, Pack, go. You know, we tried this summer, but Matt had a very different schedule as far as training camp goes, so we couldn't get David over to the house. But hopefully, someday soon, sometime, sometime this year, we're hoping to make it happen. We'll see. A lot of, a lot of balls in the air. A lot of things got to happen, but that is the dream, definitely. Steven, thanks for the super chat, man. I'm going to be a homeowner. Oh, I'm going to be I'm going to the home opener next week, and I can't wait to hear the pop love gets from the crowd. Gonna be electric. Steven, you are not lying. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't thought about that quite a bit already. Man, just love the thought of him running out the tunnel and Packers fans going nuts. Can't wait. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Sean Gallagher, thanks for the super chat, man. After listening to the voice of Curly, do you have a Packers thing or commentary you watch repeatedly? I watch Lombardi explaining the sweep weekly. Sean, that's some dedication right there, baby. Um, yeah, it's funny. I don't, I don't know if I used to. I certainly used to listen to Jim and Max almost weekly. Like any of the calls, mostly from 96, but any of their old calls, you know, um, when Brett and company were coming up, the old Holmgren teams, you know. Man, there's one that Corey and I used to talk about and quote in all the time, and I think it's from the NFC Championship game. Uh, Edgar Bennett gets a big game. There's a big hole for him to run through, and Jim Irwin says there's a hole big enough to you know run to the Super Bowl through, blah, blah, blah. And Yeah, mostly Jim and Max, though. Like, And it's funny, too, because it's not even like calls of plays all the time. Like Sometimes I just love old-school calls from Max. Grab yourself an ice-cold Miller. <laughs> and you know Jim and Dad. Jim would be like kind of cover for Max because Max had had a few pops. I love that shit, man. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. 
Next, we have a serious question. Where is B.J. Raji? I mean, these are the questions, right? These are the things the Packers fans need to know. Who knows, man? Lost in the midst of time. Godsmack, thanks for the super chat, man. Thanks for sharing that audio clip of Curly Lambeau last night on Transplants. That was a nice, unexpected treat. Hey, man, shout out to Steven for unearthing it and putting it on TikTok. UK Packers in the house. That was so cool. That is such a great piece of content. Man, Packers fans worldwide. This is what I'm always talking about. When, like, you live across the ocean, yet you're so obsessed with the Green Bay Packers. Don't ever tell me that people who don't live in Wisconsin or don't live in Green Bay or whatever aren't as passionate about the Packers as anybody who lives in Wisconsin. Because they absolutely are. Sometimes more so because of that distance. As Stephen kind of points out there, you know, or exemplifies. You're so so obsessed and so passionate that you're digging around in archives of audio to find the one recording of Curly Lambeau's voice. That's pretty fucking cool, man. Pretty cool. Daniel, thanks for the super chat, man. How many touchdowns before we can see a Romeo Dobbs wherefore Arthur Romeo in the fucking end zone shirt? Second favorite moment of the day. Thank you. I'm glad you brought this up, Daniel, because I, I want to I address something. I want to address something here. So the theater nerds out there did not disappoint because I didn't do it last year because I was like, I knew this would probably happen because in the original text, the original Shakespeare text, when he says, wherefore art thou, Romeo? It's a, a line obviously spoken by Juliet. It doesn't mean where are you. It means, why are you Romeo? It means, why do you belong to the family you belong to? Like, that's the actual, what the text means. But of course, everyone on Earth in the last, like, hundred years has joked and or made it about, where are you? To the point where one of the most famous New Yorker cartoons ever, not exactly a uncultured rag, one of their most famous cartoons ever has depicts a theater where she's saying, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou? Romeo, and from offstage or up in the balcony, you hear, I'm in the balcony, it's cheaper. Like, it's a very famous cartoon. So it's like, that's just in the zeitgeist, right? Like, everyone knows modern era that wherefore art thou means where are you, right? So I did it week one against the Bears. I was really excited. I hadn't, everyone said you've been holding on to that for a while. I actually hadn't. I, I did think about it last year, but I didn't do it. Then I did it on Sunday. And, of course, two theater geeks tweeted me, well, well, you know, uh, it actually means thank you. Thank you. Good Lord, people. Why can't people just have fun? Why is it so hard to just have fun? You know what it means. I know what it means. Thank you very much. I'm having some fun. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I want to make it a shirt. I really do, but I just don't want the gas from theater nerds for the rest of my life every time that shirt comes up. Kind of is what I'm thinking. But I'm, I'm glad you appreciated it, Daniel. Jeezy Baby, thanks for the super chat. Can this defense be top five in the league? Oh, Jesus, God. I need a drink. Hold on. All right, what's up? Also, Bears still suck. Vikings are still the most plastic team. Lions are still forgettable. Less now, though. <laughs> You're not lying. Lions look legit, man. I'm not telling. I'm not telling tales out of school here. They look real. That's all I'm saying. Um, top five, man. Look, 
I really hope so. I want that for you really badly. Me, I just want to beat the Falcons. That's where we're different. But, hey, they got the talent. They got the tools. They got the talent. It's Milla time. Yeah, why not? Yes, can they be? Sure. But let's, you know, stack some successes first before we start talking about top five defense. Okay? Let's shut down the Falcons first. That's, I'm, it's just me, man. It's just how I roll. Uh, what else we got? Professor. Thanks for the super chat, man. Can't stop smiling how we broke the Bears' entire organization in one week. It's crazy, right? And what's hilarious is, like, we know their fans are idiots and, like, they don't know ball and whatever, but they are, like, doubling down on X about their ridiculous takes that they had all offseason. Like, they're squabbling amongst themselves, which is great enough, but then they're, like, trying to post clips where they clearly make it obvious that they don't know ball at all. Which, of course, we knew because we saw them on X all offseason talking shit. And then they get their ass handed to them in week one, and it's like they're doubling down on these horrible takes. I, I love it. But then, like, those are the fans, right? You expect that. The fans are idiots. We know this. Like, that's not a surprise. But holy cow, the way that organization seems to have just completely been blindsided. I, uh, they're, like, lost. They are lost, and they're probably going to lose to the Bucks, and they're probably going to lose to the Chiefs, and they're going to be sitting there at 0-3. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it so much. Mimsy, thanks for Super Chat, man. If they are undefeated, the love introduction ovation will be louder than the F-16s. If the Vikings lose tonight, the week is already a win overall. <laughs> I, I got to admit, I am hotly anticipating tonight's game. Very, very, very much interested in watching the Vikings and the Eagles. That's all I'll say about that. H. Carrington, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Interesting for Love's development how calmly he runs the offense when virtually all of his experience has come on the road in hostile environments. That's an excellent observation, man. And it's so true. The fact that if you go back and watch that Chiefs game, right, which most people remember as a bit of a disaster, which, hey, when you're looking at the – work of the protection units is understandable. But the thing to remember about that game is how calm and poised he was playing in like the shadow of his own end zone. That was kind of the first glimpse into that really calm demeanor that I think you've seen throughout his time in Green Bay whenever he's been on the field. But to your point, yeah, in these hostile environments with the crowd against him and the sound and noise and the defense shifting and all this stuff working against him, He's looked incredibly cool and calm. And like, and he still performed, especially if you look at Philadelphia last year and now this Bears game, at an insanely high level. What's he going to do in the friendly confines of Lambeau Field? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I love it. Carrington, I love that observation. That's awesome, man. Craig. Hireman, I think you're 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 trying to get a super chat in here, and you're just putting up super stickers, and I I great, greatly appreciate it, man. I I love it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, a Bears fan saw me and told me to take my Packer shirt off. I laughed and said, "Y'all got that ass whipped." <laughs> Isaiah, that's good stuff. Uh, Rick says Matt called a bad game. Rick, gonna have to disagree with you on your police work there, buddy. Why is it that Facebook comments are always the ones who have, like, really 
bold proclamations with no explanation attached to them. And it's interesting how that works. It's always on Facebook. I don't understand why that is. Steven says, Arthur Smith and the Falcons will shut themselves down. I'm convinced he hates the fantasy football crowd so much that he hinders his own offense. I saw the exchange uh, that he had regarding, I think it was targets for one of his players. I can't remember exactly what it was, but then like the whole fantasy community was a bit up in arms and about all that because he did mention like let the fantasy nerds worry about that or what have you. I don't think he's doing it despite the fantasy community. <laughs> I, I really don't. I think he is just a dry as hell. I've, Matt talked about it yesterday, like his one year in Tennessee with Arthur Smith, talking about what a dry sense of humor he has and how kind of what a great person he is, but also like no nonsense, etc. Yeah, I don't think he's doing it specifically to, you know, throw it in fantasy players' faces at all. <sighs> Tony, Packer owner from El Paso. What's up, man? How you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> Facebook is the baby pool. Accidental hero. Now be nice. Facebook is great. I'll tell you what's great about Facebook. For all the consternation and hand-wringing outside and all the nefarious shit that Meta and Facebook have done throughout their entire history, which they certainly have, and I'm not dismissing it, um, it's allowed, it did allow my mom and then now my dad uh, to uh, you know connect with their grandkids. And it's like that simplistic. Like, yes, there's all sorts of untoward bullshit around attendant nonsense around the platform right but people joke about how it's like for the olds or whatever and it's like yeah it is and it allows them to stay connected to the youngs like my my dad gets to see all the accomplishments and all the milestones that my girls are going through because of facebook it's pretty dope so you know i don't i don't completely dismiss it do i think the packers can stop the run versus atlanta callum that's a good question it's a huge, huge question. And I think they'll be okay when Atlanta's trying to run some of the more straightforward stuff between the tackles, what have you. Where I think it's going to get interesting and could be troubling is when Atlanta starts getting outside the tackles and starts running some of the pitch, pin and pull, some of the stuff where they get these backs, you know, on the perimeter. Two really talented backs, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's where it's going to be tough. I think the Packers, for the most part, did a good job against Chicago, but this is a whole other ball game. This is a whole different approach that Atlanta takes, and I think Atlanta obviously wants to run the ball. There's no doubt about that. They are they they are a very different team in third and long where they can't block to save their life. Like if the Packers get Atlanta in third and long situations, they are going to wreck Atlanta's offensive line. Like there's zero doubt. Like that's not even a question. But, you know, they keep ahead of the sticks, which this is going to be their goal. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a major problem. No problem. Um, next, if Watson plays, do they air it out more? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I don't think a ton more. But a little bit more. I saw somebody, by the way, right before I went live in the comments, talking about uh, if Aaron Jones isn't able to go, which I'm thinking is pretty likely, do they use Emmanuel Wilson as much as A.J. Dillon? I don't know about that, but I do think you can bet he'll be up for the game. Yeah, 100%. That's why he's on the team, right, is that if and when Aaron Jones gets nicked up, you got a guy there who knows the playbook's been with you all offseason and made the 53 on the strength of his performance this summer who can step in and help carry the load. I still think A.J. will be your starter, but I think this will be the first we see of Wilson because, remember, he was 
inactive last week because it doesn't really help on special teams, and they had two backs up, and they got Patrick Taylor as the third because they drew brought him up from the practice squad. So, uh, But, yeah, if Aaron's unable to go, I would suspect, yes, we'll see a little bit of Wilson. I don't think we'll see – I'm not going to sit here and say we're going to see a ton of him. But, yeah, I think we'll see him in the mix. No doubt about it. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Carry the G Club members here on YouTube and Patreon members. Don't forget, happy hour tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun, always is. But, hey, we got the Bears still sucking to talk about. Atlanta to talk about, and a whole ton of other shit to talk about. Can't wait. It's always a good time. Uh, in the meantime, please hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.